there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I've always thought of feng shui as like just in my home. But then I know that also your workspace is important to have like everything situated. One of the main benefits of feng shui is having a home or a space that supports you rather than one that creates more obstacles for you. As far as colors in the home, is it better to have more neutral colors, brighter colors? That depends on like what kind of energy you want to bring into your home. What up, y'all? Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of Cheekies and Chill. I'm your host, Cheekies, and today we have an episode that's going to help you create a better living space. If you didn't know, I recently moved, so I've been organizing and rearranging furniture. I think I've been doing a pretty good job, but there's always room for improvement, which is why we're going to be talking about feng shui today. Oh my God, I love feng shui. So let's get right into this episode of Cheekies and Chill. So what exactly is feng shui? That's a great question. And we have a wonderful and the perfect guest to answer this question. I think there are a lot of definitions floating around. So let's get straight to the expert to find out what it is exactly. Our guest today is Angie Cho. She's a New York-based feng shui expert and architect. She's a co-founder of the Mindful Design School, which is a feng shui school. She's also the co-host of the Holistic Space podcast. Hi, Angie. It's so great to have you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here with us, being on my podcast. I am very, very curious. See, the thing is, I've heard about feng shui and I kind of know what it is, but thank goodness for you because like you are a professional at this. So can you explain to me and to the people that are listening, like what is feng shui exactly? Sure. So feng shui is a Chinese philosophy and it's a way of looking at your space and your environment. And the words feng shui literally translate to wind and water. So if you think about that, wind is like your breath and water, you know, we need to be hydrated. And so those are the two basic elements that humans need to thrive. 
and it connects us to the natural world. So feng shui is a way of looking at our environment, specifically like our homes, our built environments, our spaces, and seeing how we can position ourselves to take advantage of things and to be in the best place that we can be in our homes and in our lives. What are the benefits of feng shui? I think um, one of the main benefits of feng shui is having a home or a space that supports you rather than one that creates more obstacles for you, that makes things more difficult, makes you frustrated. Because I'm sure everyone's been in a place or lived in a home where they just felt bad all the time, or Mm -hmm. they just like were stressed out by the home and it made them unhappy. So if you can set up your home so that it's supportive, that it creates a place that you can rest. Like even the basic things, like if you like live in a place that's hard to get, like your friends have a hard time finding it, or it, your neighbors are really loud. All those things come into play with your um, well-being. So, okay, yeah, because I've always thought of feng shui as like just in my home, but then I know that also your workspace is important to have like everything situated. So so does it have to do with like furniture or, or for instance, like wall decor, like with everything or is it just more furniture? It's everything. It's not necessarily furniture or wall decor, but it can include that. It's your environment and it doesn't have to be just your home. It can be your workspace. Feng Shui was originally developed actually to locate the grave sites of your ancestors. So okay. looking at like the most optimal placement for anything that we have, like, so our homes, our workspaces, anything that we build on the earth. And it doesn't have to be a calm energy can be whatever energy you need. So maybe if it's a glam room that you need to get ready in, maybe you don't want it to be calm and sleepy, but in a bedroom, you would want it to be calm and sleepy. But maybe in your office, you also don't want to be sleepy in your office, you want to be more active. So depending on the function of the room, like feng shui looks at the practical aspect of what is happening in the space. And then you look a little deeper at that and see how that affects you, what it symbolizes and how you can shift it to be more aware or more mindful of what's happening in that space. Okay. So you basically, you, yourself, me, I would set the intention in that room as to what benefits I want to get from it, right? Yeah, you can also do that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so explain to me. For instance, my office, obviously, because it's it's an important place. How would I even start to just get the feng shui going in there? So with your office, there's a few things that you want to look at feng shui-wise. And one is like, what's the purpose of the office? So say it's your main home office or your main office that you're you're spending time in. And you want to be focused probably, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be generally in general, people want to be focused. They want to get things done, mm-hmm. creative, yeah. and you don't necessarily want to be there all day either, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to pay attention to what you're looking at and what you are facing while you're working, while you're at your desk. So like, are you looking out the window? Or so if you look out the window, maybe your energy isn't with what you're working on, but you're kind of daydreaming, looking out the window, and then you sit there like all day, and you don't get anything done. Or if you're looking at your kitchen all the time, maybe you just get up and go eat a lot because you're staring at your your refrigerator. Mm. Or if you're looking at your bed, you're kind of thinking, 
about like sleeping or like your work-life balance is not so good. Because also when you're in bed and your office is in your bedroom, it's so much easier to just get up and say, okay, I'm just going to write that email really quick. Uh huh. That's or true. you're always thinking about work because it's right in front of you. Okay. Because right now my desk, I have an L-shaped desk and my back is to the wall and the window's behind me. That's good. Okay, perfect. I was going to ask you that because in my mind, I thought, well, maybe I should have it where I'm looking out. But now, now that you're saying that, I'm like, that makes sense. It's like, I could just focus on what I'm doing. And it's crazy because I just recently moved everything in my office because I felt like it was off. And I'm like, okay, wait, I need to move this. So I moved my desk where I'm facing the door, but my back is protected. I kind of felt like I want my back to be protected. And I feel like I've been able to focus more. So in every other office that I've had, I'm always facing a window. And it's because I love natural light. But in this one, in my home office, I don't know if I feel like I go in there and I do my work and I, and I get out, you know what I mean? Which is generally what we want. I don't want to be there all day. And on my walls right now, I have the name of my um, podcast in an LED like mm-hmm. sort of like lamp thing. And it's, you know, cheekies and chill. And then generally everything is pretty clean. I just have like a pictures of my mom and like some of my accomplishments. Like that's good, right? Yeah, that's really great to have in the signage of your podcast is, are you looking at that? I'm not. It's behind me. Should I be looking at it? Actually, the behind you is good because, well, first of all, having your desk positioned so you can see the door is really good and having a wall behind you because that's supportive. And um, if it's behind you, it's good in the sense that your podcast is there to support you. It's holding you up. It's um, supporting you. It has your back in a sense. And so that's really positive. And pictures of your mom is good because maybe she's an inspirational person to you. Mm-hmm, very, yes. So those are all great things. What else did you say you had there? You know, I have like magazines where I've been like the front cover. I have like just accomplishments, like little awards that I've, that I've. Yes, you know. that's really mm-hmm. great to have because all of those things really support your work. Like for instance, they say that like some celebrities, they uh, get on a treadmill and they kind of run towards like what they want, like an an Oscar or something. And so it's like, you're moving towards what you want. So you could also have something that you're facing that constantly reminds you of your goals and aspirations. Okay, so this is my next question. I'm so glad you said that Mm -hmm. because I have my vision board. I, I did a vision board this February. And I have it in my closet right now. Should I move it to my office? Well, so closets and feng shui represent things that are, even if it's like a big walk-in closet, it's something that's a little bit hidden and private. Like someone visiting you or a guest wouldn't necessarily go into your closet, right? Just someone that is very close to you. It's really private. And so the vision board is great, but maybe you created that with some personal things in mind. But if you do put it out somewhere that you can see, it will kind of um, step it up to making it manifest more outwardly in the outward world. Oh, okay. Perfect. I I did have another question because I don't have any natural plants in my office. I have, they just gave me for my birthday, um, a fake plant, which is really cute. So that's one question. The plants, should they be fake or real? And then I also put a Buddha fountain that's flowing constantly in the office. What do you feel or what do you think about that as far as feng shui goes? So plants are great. Ideally, you want a living plant if you can manage it. If someone has, say, like a like vacation home or someplace that they're not in often, it would make more sense to have a fake plant 
But if you do have a fake plant, it should be like so realistic that you would go up to it and touch it. So ideally, you want to have something that's living and growing because it actually has more life energy and it asks something of you, right? Whereas a fake plant is kind of like a dust collector. If you can, you should go for the real thing. Just like, you know, you would want like a real friend in your life, not a fake friend, right? So you want to have something that's very authentic. And I think that you're absolutely right. Like that's a great way to look at it. Do I want real friends or fake friends? Exactly. Of course. And we water the plant, you know, and I talk to my plants. I have a lot of real plants. I believe a lot in real plants all Mm -hmm. over my house. This is the first fake plant that they gave me. And I thought, okay, it's perfect for my office, but Mm -hmm. maybe I'll move it. But yeah, you're right. They do ask something of you. They want you, you know, I talk to them. I put on music, classical music for my plants and I water them. And you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like they're living and they're growing. So that makes so much sense. Like, do you want a friend or people to support you or a partner that you're interacting with? Or do you want something that just doesn't move and just will look pretty, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. See? Okay. So now as far as the, the, the fountains, I have a fountain outside my home. I have a a Buddha fountain Mm -hmm. and then I have a little Buddha fountain inside the office Mm -hmm. and then one in my living room in the entrance. Okay. So in feng shui, like water is one of the five elements and water can also represent wealth and prosperity. And, you know, just like if you try to hold water in your hands, what happens? It starts, yeah, going through your fingers. It starts pouring, uh huh, right now. Yes. So just like with money too, if you try to hold on to it, you only have that, and it slowly come uh, trickles out of your hands. Mm-hmm. But if you're giving away money, if you're spending money, if you're investing in good things in the world, it'll all come back to you. Mm-hmm. So water represents this movement, and and you talked about things being stagnant. It's not when you have stagnant water, it starts to smell bad. It's no longer healthy. So you want to have moving water like a fountain to represent bringing in fresh energy, fresh chi, which is life force energy to bring in more abundance and bring in more prosperity because we as humans really need water, right? Mm -hmm. And we need fresh water. So if you have like a fountain in the front of your house or like the living room one or outside of your house. Ideally, you want to have the flow going towards your home. Okay. So it's not the money isn't flowing away. So a Buddha might, maybe it goes up and out. Yeah, it goes out of the head and Mm -hmm. then down. Yeah, so that's kind of neutral. But if you wanted to get one that was directional, then you would want to have it direct in towards the house because the idea is you want the water to flow towards you and not away from you. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate. Because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, 
When things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, as far as colors in the home, I I love, I believe a lot also in colors, even the colors that we wear. But in the home, is it better to have more neutral colors, brighter colors? Well, that also depends on like what kind of energy you, you want to bring into your home. So okay. I always ask people to like, what is like, what's your favorite color? My favorite color? Oh, it changes. Uh, right now, I'd have to say it's purple. So you can have like, you can bring in color in small ways, like with accents and have purple around you. But there's also different tones of purple, right? Purple's a color that invites in abundance and prosperity, but also like self-worth and confidence. And it's very like elegant. And so having that in your like splashes of that in your bedroom could really support all those qualities in your in your office too. Actually, purple works in a lot of ways because purple is red and blue. So it's kind of a mix of red, which is fire energy and blue, which is wood energy. So fire is kind of obvious. It's like passion, inspiration, and being seen and visibility and being recognized and recognition where um, the wood energy is growth and transformation and movement and new beginnings and things starting, just like the energy of spring or when um, like a seed is opening up and becoming a tree. Yeah. So having those things together is a really great color. So maybe, you know, there might be reasons why your your color, your favorite color changes depending on what you need. But like in general, like for your bedroom, sometimes you want to avoid like very active colors. Like a lot of red is maybe too stimulating and distracting. And sometimes like people have like black bedrooms because that's getting kind of popular now, but that can be difficult if you're depressed because it makes you more depressed. Okay, so black. Black, I mean, I wear a lot of black. Mm-hmm. Is that necessarily, not necessarily bad, but what do you feel about the color black? 
I mean, I wear a lot of black too. I like black, but I, but it's different when it's on your walls, like when it's on your environment. Cause usually when you wear it, you're not, you can't even, you don't look like see yourself. Yeah. So black is related to wisdom and water energy, but it can also lead to depression if, if you're already prone to it. So I've noticed some people, like a couple of my students right now have black in their bedroom and they both have problems with depression. So I had to say like, maybe you need to change your wall color. But if someone doesn't have any problems with depression, then black could be okay. Oh, okay. And what about neons? Those are just more active colors, which you would call them, right? Like just brighter, which means... Yeah, so brighter or more bold colors or more primary colors. So like, for instance, neon colors, if you had that in your bedroom, especially if you had insomnia, maybe not a great thing because it's very stimulating. But it's more appropriate, like in your office, like you said, like a lit up Uh sign. And one time I, I had a client put one right at their front door to bring in more, more energy, because the front door represents how energy comes to you. It's like your connection to the world. So I really wanted to get her to bring in more energy from the outside world. Okay. Now that you're, you're talking about that, it reminds me because when I had a salon, someone had told me that it was good to put a mirror right in the entrance when they walked in. And they said it was good for the feng shui. I was like, okay, I just did it. But what do you think about that? There's different uh, ways of thinking about mirrors because there's dozens of schools of feng shui. And some of them say the mirror in front of the door is not good because it pushes the energy back out. Well, let me tell you, I did not do well there financially. So now that's why I was like, let me ask, because it was a big ass mirror that they made me buy. And I listened Uh and I wish I would have, it was, it would, did not do well financially. It was not, it wasn't flowing. Well, I mean, but actually the feng shui practice, it's okay to have the um, mirror across the door, but it depends on what it's reflecting. I see. Okay. And now talking about people that are, you know, purchasing new homes or moving into new apartments, what do you suggest that they avoid when they're looking, you know, or either looking or or moving into a, a new place? I would say the number one thing is to make sure that you pay attention to your first experience of the space, especially if you're an adult and you're, you're not like retired or something, but because if you're retired, it's a little bit different and I'll explain in a second, but on your way to see the house or the home, did you get lost or is it really hard to find the front door? Or did you like have some kind of negative omen or uh, like just paying attention because that can represent how the energy comes to you if you live in that home. So like if you have problems finding the home, then opportunities and energy, good energy will have difficulty finding you too. Okay. So that trickles down. But if you're, if you're older and retired, Maybe that's okay. You want to kind of stay hidden. You don't want people to find you. But in general, most people want like opportunities coming to them. They want to meet new people or maybe meet a partner. And so if the front door is really hard to find or the doorbell doesn't work or like there's no number on the door or the house, all of those things, if you can't find the house, then how is like your future partner going to find you? Or how is like that amazing job opportunity going to find you if you can't even find it easily. 
So then feng shui has a lot to do with like the intentions you set forward, what you're looking for in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, an older person, if they're looking where they don't want to be found, then it's okay because that's what they want. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. I mean, I had some idea and I feel like my inner self knows a lot of this, but now I'm so glad that I'm asking you all these questions. I feel like it makes more sense all around. <laughs> yes. Well, your intuition and your common sense really play a great part in it. And also yeah. a lot of it is common sense. Okay. As far as beds, I once heard that having your bed or your feet when you're asleep, when you're lying down on your bed, facing a doorway is not good. So ever since I heard that years ago, I said, okay, I've always placed my bed where it's completely my feet are away from the doorway. Does that have to do with feng shui at all? Yeah. So you know how you talked about having your desk so your back is up against the wall and you can see the door. So that's uh -huh. called the commanding position. And you also want to have that for your bed too, if possible. Um, it's really important for your bed actually. So you don't want to be positioned so that yes, your feet are pointing straight out the door or that the door is to your back or behind mm -hmm. you. You want to be able to lay in bed and like lean up against your headboard and see the door without being directly in line with the door. So you're kind of diagonal. That way you can see all of the energy coming towards you. You can see all your opportunities and you're not surprised while you're sleeping and you're in a mm -hmm. safer position. Nice. So well, I'm good. My bed is good. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> My position is great. Okay, now, as far as your bed being high or low, does that have anything to do? Yeah, you probably want it higher rather than low. Because again, like when things are too low, it causes more depression. So it depends if you're totally okay with, you know, you're not depressed at all. But when if you have a tendency towards depression, and you have a very low bed, it's like, you, it's so hard to get up you know, and you can just like roll off your bed into onto the floor. Yeah. And when you're up higher or in a normal height bed, you feel more uplifted and it could help raise your energy levels and your mood. Oh my gosh. It's, I'm going to tell my brother this because Johnny, he, he lives here with me. His, his name is Johnny, my little brother. He's 21 mm. years old and he suffers a lot from depression. And my boyfriend and I have been telling him, Hey, I, like you need a bed frame. And I told him, I was like, I have a feeling that it would help because it's literally his mattress is on the floor. It's very low. You definitely want to get him a bed frame because also you want to have a lot of space around you. You want to have mm -hmm. the energy flow around you while you're sleeping. Like you don't want to have your bed, your mattress right on the floor and you don't want to have your like a platform bed or lots of storage under your bed. You want to be able to have the chi or the air flow around you. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, 
State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you guys are learning as much as I am. Okay, and even if you don't believe in feng shui, you guys, I totally get it. Fine. But I feel like you do have to be open to this, right? Yes, but also it's a lot of common sense, like the like sleeping over something. So in general, you don't want to sleep over something super emotionally charged or super active. So for instance, some people have letters from their ex or photos of their ex underneath their bed, right? Uh-huh. So just by having those objects, you're already acknowledging that they're meaningful that they're special, that they have energy to them, or else you would just dispose of them, right? Right. So you're you're keeping these things because they have memories, they have energy. And then if you're sleeping above them, you're spending all this unconscious time sleeping right on top of all these emotionally charged items. So it can it's like no wonder like you aren't getting over your ex because you're literally sleeping on the, the memories of them all the time. You know, sometimes I have students where their boyfriend has like pictures or something from their ex-wife under the bed and you don't want that there, right? It's common sense. You're like, get that out towards the door, you know, not under where we're sleeping. Yeah. So you're right. It is a lot of common sense and intuition because I just recently went through through a divorce and for a little bit, not too long, I had, and I had forgotten, I think that's why, but I had my wedding dress in a box in the closet and he had already moved out. We were already separated, going through the divorce until I realized, oh my gosh, that's my wedding dress. And right away I was like, I got to get this out of the house. And I made sure I cleaned everything out, every picture. And I didn't, not that I threw it away, I just put it outside of the house in a storage because I wasn't ready to dispose of it completely, but I did take it out of our bedroom. And I'm like, I don't want any of this. Like, so it is kind of like, you know, you kind of just, I felt like cleaning, I'm cleansing myself of past things. Yes. And it doesn't have to be like you throw it away. And I think that's great that you started first with like putting in storage. And then when you're ready, you'll let go of it. But having it in close proximity to you, it really keeps those cords of attachment. Now that I'm talking to you, I, I remember 
he's no longer in my life, but I had a friend and he always, always kept his car just a mess. And I'm like the type of person that, and if anyone's listening and you keep your car mess, like, you know, I'm not judging you or anything, but for me, it's like, it's so important that my bedroom, that my car, it's just, if there's trash in there, I take it out. Like, I mean, feng shui works in also in anywhere, right? I'm like, what I'm getting here, it's not just furniture. It's not just your home. It's your car. And dude, he was always like depressed and he wasn't moving forward in his career and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, you need to clean your car. And he's like, what does that have to do with it? That has nothing to do with it. I'm like, okay, well, I just left it like that. I mean, I was like, I'm not going to say anything anymore because he got mad. But I'm like, you know, like you need a clean. Yeah, because that energy trickles into all aspects of your life. If you can't even like pick up the trash in your car occasionally, how is that affecting everything else in your life? See, you guys, that's why for me, it's so important to have a clean house dust for me. Oh my gosh, I can't with dust. I feel like when there's so much dust in your home, in my mind, I feel like the energy can't flow. It's just, it's, it gets stuck. Everything gets stuck. Or if you have spider webs, I'm so big on that. Like spider webs, as soon as I see one, I'm like, I take it off. I dust everything because I just feel like if not, like things don't flow. Yeah. Well, it's exactly what you say. It's, it's very sticky. And the more mm-hmm. of that, that accumulates, it does get you stuck. And I mean, we can all imagine how sad it is to go into a home where someone doesn't even care or like a a hoarder's home or just even a place where all the dust has accumulated so much. It's like they've given up on life in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just kind of, it doesn't allow new opportunities to come. It like gets stuck in the front door, I feel. I think that's what completely changed because for a long time I lived here and I did not feel like it was my home. Like I just felt like just completely off. I moved here and I was really busy and I didn't really give it the attention and the love that it required, I feel. So finally I took like three days off. And now that you're saying that, like I felt like there was so much clutter that was building, like things were just being like, you know, stuffed in certain places. But when I finally got my hands on it and I started doing things myself and moving things and situating things the way I wanted, I feel like everything has just been better even closet space. You know, I used to do color coordinating in my closet. Now I just do it by like style, you know, but I mean, as far as like closet organization, like what's your opinion on that? Well, I think, you know, how you're talking about energy being really sticky. So when you even have like a lot of clutter in your closet, it tends to accumulate more. Or like if you take some clothes out of your closet, Mm -hmm. suddenly like you have new clothes going in right yes the universe always wants to fill that empty space so it's good to keep that energy moving and also I really recommend people take a look at their closet and see if um, there's something in there that like maybe they're holding on to like those jeans from high school that you're going to fit into one day you're holding on to that idea so tightly Similarly, you're holding on to your weight as well. And so when you can release things, release your hope to fit into those jeans one day, you could also release weight and let things go. So it's not necessarily about how you organize it, but it's rather looking at how full you keep your closet. If your closet is always full, you won't have any space to invite anything new. But letting things go, taking things out, you create some space for the universe to bring in something new. Just like when you take things out, you're like, you can find some some beautiful things to bring back in. 
Yes, absolutely. It's just like kind of removing that stuff that like sometimes we hold on to it because we're like, oh, I have a memory with the shirt. I don't want to give it away. And it just sits there. Now I'm like, no, it's okay. If I already wore it, I wore it once, twice, I'm going to go ahead and donate it. And mm -hmm. like, you know, you keep that energy flowing. And even I feel like with money, I believe in, in, in giving back and saying, okay, God has blessed me. The universe has blessed me with this. I'm going to go ahead and give back in some way to different people, paying it forward sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. That's like that idea of water. If you try to hold on to it, it's not going anywhere and it gets stuck. It gets uh, stagnant. But really, you want to have your energy flowing. You want things coming in and out of your closet. You want to have generosity and offer things to people. And, and like you said, pay it back and support other people because so many people have supported you. Yes, absolutely. That's how I feel. I'm like, the world, my, my fans give me so much that I'm like, I have to give back. I feel like it's my, my responsibility, my duty. Like, it makes me happy too, so... Oh my gosh, I love this conversation. <laughs> and Angie, do you have three easy tips that you can give listeners to maybe like better their their place, their home? Yeah. So the first thing is, you remember I talked about the front door? That represents your face to the world. It's like the first thing that you see when you come home and the last thing that you see before you leave and go out into the world. So it's really important to keep your front door really tidy and make sure that the door opens well. It's not, you can open it all the way. Like you don't have a bunch of like coats hanging on the back of it, so it can't open. You wanna make sure the door, it's well oiled and clean. So when it's in disrepair, that means energy can't come into your life. So you really want to um, make sure it's well kept. And then the second feng shui tip I would give is the stove. So the stove, represents your wealth and how you nourish yourself in the world. So you want to make sure all your burners are working. So your burners represent your wealth. So if you have a broken burner, it means like that some of your wealth isn't able to come to you because it's being depleted. You want to have all your burners working well and properly. And make sure that you use the stove every day. And one tip I give about the stove is like, do you have a favorite burner? I do. When you're standing in front of the stove, the first two on the right side. Okay. The more burners you have, the more wealth. Because some people in small apartments only have two burners and you want to make sure you have more, more burners is better. So with your favorite burner, so tomorrow or the next time you go to your stove, instead of just going to your favorite burner, try a different burner and take a moment, like a mindful moment before you turn it on and just to intentionally pick a burner. And it could be the same one, but instead okay. of mindlessly going to the same thing every time, you can start to create new neural pathways and new habits and look at the world differently to open up new opportunities. Because if you always go to just the same thing, there's so many um, opportunities that you could be missing out on. I usually ignore the back ones. You know, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. So I usually go for what like, but wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to open up my horizons for sure. <laughs> yes. Because okay. like if you mm -hmm. go through life always kind of going to what's easy, you might miss something that you didn't think of before or someone you didn't see in your life or some opportunity that was always there like that back burner that just doesn't get uh, any attention. Oh, I got to give them love, the ones in the back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, and the last thing would be, I would say to make sure that all your windows are clean and working well, because your windows represent your eyes and how well you can see the world and 
how the world sees you. So if you have windows that aren't working well or that are dirty, it can obscure your view and obscure the way that you see things around you. So in order to see things as they are for the beauty in the world, if you could see the beauty in the world clearly, you have so much more joy in your life. So to clean your windows. Yes, clean your windows, you know, dust off all the dust, guys, all that good stuff. Oh my gosh, I love it. I learned so much. Okay, now, Angie, before we go, because this has been so like great. Thank you so much. But you do have a podcast, right? Yeah, I do. I do. So I have a feng shui podcast. It's called the Holistic Spaces Podcast. And I have a business partner. We teach feng shui. And so we just chat about feng shui and different things. Like we have a recent episode about like feng shui symbols or how to incorporate simple tips in your home for feng shui. And then we also do a monthly energy reading. I love it. Oh my goodness. You guys listen to it. I'm definitely going to be listening. And just another thing, Angie, your social media handles. Share so we can find you, so we can follow you, keep up with you. Oh, yes. I'm on Instagram and it's just my name at Angie Cho, A-N-J-I-E-C-H-O. Perfect. Okay. I'm going to follow you too. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angie. Honestly, this has been amazing. I am so happy. I've learned so much. I'm going, I promise you, the next time I cook, I'm going to use the back burners on my stovetop. (laughs) Good, good, good. I love it. Yes. And before we go, you guys, I want to share a quote with you. You know, it's my motivational quote every week. The quote is, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And I thought that was perfect with today's conversation. So again, Angie, you're amazing. Thank you to everyone that listens and is listening now. Tell everyone about my podcast, Cheekies and Chill, you guys. I will see you here next Monday. Los amo. Besos. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, y más? I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash cheekies and chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcasts and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1855 213 What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.